I guess here goes nothing. Uh, three brothers talking, just one brother. Uh, this is David. We're still getting back up on the horse. I just decided to do this episode because, um, well, I've been thinking about the depression episode we did a, a long time ago now, before my son was born. And I just wanted to follow up on it a little bit. I apologize for the sound quality on this. Um, it might not be great. I have a baby monitor over here because I am in charge of my kid. So I've got one ear and one eye sort of on that. That might have been, this is kind of rushed. So quality isn't perfect. I wanted to talk about depression and just kind of maybe plug some holes that I felt like maybe would be helpful for people. So depression. Here's some things that I wanted to follow up on in terms of, I think these are really important things. You're dealing with depression, anxiety. This could be in a broader sense, um, lots, certain different kinds of sins that we're dealing with. This is things to remember that God has promises uh, for you and all that. So the first thing is that you need to know that God does have a purpose in what you're going through. He does have a purpose. You will not always know that purpose. You definitely won't know the full the fullness of that purpose. Maybe months, years down the road, things pop up and you recognize, oh, that's why God had this happen. But most of the time we don't know and we have to be okay with that. We are not in charge of knowing the purposes of everything. We can't be, and so we aren't. You, it's hard, it is emotionally hard to not, at least for me, to not know the reason for something, but we just don't always know the reason and we're still okay and God is still in charge even when we don't know the reason and we have to trust that that reason is good. Not in some manipulative way of just go on trusting even though you're miserable, but in a real way, God will give you peaks maybe throughout the years as you see how that thorn in the flesh, so to speak, is good. And the other thing I want to say is don't be afraid of the fact that you will have waves when you're dealing with um, this kind of spiritual and emotional stuff. Rarely do you just have like one three-month period in your life where there's a huge burden and then it's gone forever. You have waves. You have periods of months, if not years, where you are up and down, where you're stronger, where you're weaker. You don't have to be afraid of them. You don't have to be afraid. One of the greatest lessons I've learned about my marriage is that I don't have to be afraid to tell my wife, hey, these three months have been hard. Um, even if part of me wants to never, we don't want to fess up to um, being back down in a place where we feel like we used to be. Like if we get out of something, if we get uh, healthier from something, we don't want to ever say that we're back there, which I understand. I think that's natural. But sometimes we have to swallow our pride and just say, I'm kind of, I'm feeling back there. It's hard. I'm feeling back there. Be honest. Um, we have to be okay with that. Bring people in on what you're going through. Even if it's a long journey, even if it's been a long journey and you're back and forth on it, bring people in on it. Be specific about it. Tell people exactly what you're dealing with, people you can trust, and take the chance, even if you feel like you're not sure, take the chance on somebody who's good character, a good Christian, because they will probably, I'm telling you this from experience, they won't just flat out let you down and hate you. People do have a heart for fellow Christians that are struggling. And it's okay and it's good to bring that up. 
and to be specific about the things that are going on. Because it's when we are most honest and we bring things into the light that this darkness can be beat. So don't be afraid to be specific and bring specifics into the light. The last thing I'm going to say is you have to be okay with being weak. You have to be okay with being weak. That's just the way that life is, is that you are weak. We all are. And it's just what Paul says when he says, when I am weak, then I am strong. And that is a lesson that God is trying to teach us. It's okay that we have a thorn in the flesh. It's okay that there is something that's there to keep us, um, keep us humble, keep us dependent on God, keep us driven to God in prayer, keep us there in his grip and not wanting to leave it. That's what weakness does when we properly understand it. The good thing about weakness when we properly understand it is that we not only are in God's grip, but we don't want to leave it because we know we need to be there. And that's hard because it's hard to be weak. We want to be sufficient, self-sufficient, strong, able to cope, able to go. But the goal isn't always perfect strength, whatever that image in our head is of perfect strength where we never struggle again. That's not always the goal. That's not always the goal that God has in store. The goal that God has in store is that you'd be more like Christ. And one of the ways that that would be is that you're driven to more faith, to more trust, to less pride, to more humility, to more prayer, to more faithfulness, to more um, love of him. That's the real goals. And that can come whether we feel like we're healed perfectly forever or we're just battling and battling. Those things can be worked into us. So do not be afraid of the fact that you've dealt with it, you're better, and you deal with it again, you're better again. That happens. Bring people into your lives that can both encourage you before you ask them and also people that you can just go to and be specific about what's going on because it is when we get specific. Now this goes for a tangent is that this is not just for depression or anxiety, but for any sin that we are really struggling with, any sin that has a grip on us that we cannot shake, be specific about it. it just be specific about it. I don't, it's so easy for us to just text somebody, oh, I'm struggling or, oh, I'm struggling with um, pride. Oh, I'm struggling with lust. We're afraid to say, I'm struggling with pornography. I'm struggling with sleeping with my boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm struggling with um, lying in this way. I'm struggling with blank because we know that whenever we get specific, we are running the risk of that person being able to tell on us. If I just tell somebody I'm struggling with pride or I'm struggling, they're not going to tell on me. What are they going to tell? Nobody's going to kick me out of a church or, or, you know, there's not going to be any real harm. There's no real risk there, but we need, but our sinful side knows that. Our sinful side sometimes is okay with us admitting just a little bit because it makes us feel like we've dealt with the problem, even though we haven't. And so we need to declare actual war on our sins and our struggles by naming them because we will find, we will find peace and freedom when we do that. That's tangent. Um, anyway, thanks for watching this video. Uh, I'm surprised that we didn't have any hiccups in the middle of it. And, uh, we'll be back with more episodes of the podcast very soon. 
not only did I have a son, but then there's a lot of travel and stuff like that. So we're getting back on the horse and um, more to come. And just last uh, quick recommendation that's helped me a lot um, with this type of thing is, um, I don't know if I mentioned it in our last book, but the Valley of Vision um, has a lot of good prayers in it that's, that get down deep. And so does a book called Piercing Piercing the Heavens, I think. Um, that has a lot of good, just prayers that maybe teach us how to come to God when we're just feeling this broken. But the most important thing I can say, be okay that you're weak, bring people in on it, get specific, stop being ashamed of it. It's okay that it's up and down. It's okay. Your goal is wherever you are, up or down, to ask yourself, all right, well, how do I be obedient where I am right now? That's the goal. And that's what the Spirit working in God's people will never, ever run out of power to accomplish.